Hi, I'm Heather Knight, and this is the Surviving to Thriving podcast. One in four women will experience severe physical violence by an intimate partner in their lifetime. We're going to discuss the taboo topic of domestic violence and the tools our thrivers have used to succeed in life. We want you to know that you are not alone in this fight. Please keep listening if you or anyone you know has been impacted by domestic violence. Before we get into today's episode, I would like to thank our sponsor, Night Protection Services for making this podcast possible and all the support they provide our cause. A lot of people are stuck in this mundane lifestyle that just they know that they're not happy, but they don't know how to get unstuck and move forward. So I think that is incredible. And even, you know, like that I love when you say like you're helping other people find their bliss because you not everybody can be an entrepreneur. It just would not our, our society would collapse, right? Not everybody can go and do exactly what they want to do with their life, you know, or, but they can be happy in what they're doing and, and be happy with the life that they have and what they've been provided. So I think that that is really awesome that you are just helping people find that bliss, not necessarily oh, anything else. Absolutely. Like, and I can tell you this, I, I honor people's paths. That's the difference. Like, like I, I, I know people like they say, Oh my God, but you're saying that I said, no, no, I never said that was bad. I said, I grew out of it. I was ready to move on. But while I was in it, there were times of, of, of great joy. Like really like, wow, I got to be a public servant. I got to serve. And I really felt like it was when I took the oath, you know, to, to protect the constitution or like I, they make you do that with every government person in the federal government, I, I don't know about state, but I know federal, you know, I felt a sense of pride that I had the opportunity to be part of this, the the fabric of this country. It really, I, I'm deeply patriotic. I mean, like literally, I felt a lot of pride. So I will never bash anybody for their life choices, but I want to focus on the fact that they are life choices, right? We all get to choose. We, we can choose to stay or go. It, it doesn't happen to us. So we get to, and if you get to, you might as well choose something that, that brings you happiness or like, or allows you to express certain qualities or traits that really bring you a lot of joy, because isn't that really what the whole point is? You know, it's like the magical guide to bliss. You know, it's like, if I look at everything as if it's a gift rather than a, a curse, there's the bliss. It just takes this huge weight of this impression or oppression or, you know, you're stuck. And I'm just like, look, this is what, this is the cards I was dealt. This is who I am, you know? And I'm like, okay, so how am I going to show up today? And I pretty much would rather be around people who are fun, like you, Heather, like literally get to have conversations like this. But, you know, sometimes if, if I'm with, it's funny because when I'm with some of, they call the, like the, the energy suckers. I will literally step aside so they can pass. <laughs> it's just like, okay, not going to meet you there. You know, and that's what they say. When you have a conversation where you are uplifted, it makes you show up more uplifted, right? But if you go back to those same conversations, you know, the people who like to complain, misery loves company, you go there and really how, what kind of change can you expect in your life, right? You can't, it's hard. It's hard to change from a place of, you know, a habitual, response where, you know, misery loves company. I would rather have the conversations where tell me something wonderful today, right? Tell me, what did you do today? That's wonderful. 
oh my God, I'm going to celebrate you now. This is awesome, you know? And then we learn as we grow. So I can celebrate everybody out there today who's listening. I'm going to celebrate something that you did wonderful. So you write to Heather, what wonderful things have happened to you? And we all celebrate you because I think that is saying, yes, this is where I am. Maybe it really sucks, but I'm going to embrace it. And I'm going to look for my something wonderfuls because even then I get to choose how I move forward today. I love it. I think that that is such an incredible way to go about life and just to be able to, like you said, just celebrate every little thing that happens, you know, whether it's big or small, you make it big because maybe that one thing is the only thing that you're going to be able to celebrate all week because, you know, you are in that spot of depression or something. And so, you know, when you do have something that appears that is good in your life to be able to like, make it the biggest thing ever is I think a really helpful thing for people to do. Well, and let me tell you like yesterday, so this is not Meg all the time. This is Meg, you know, I have to check myself too every day. And yesterday I was so overwhelmed with so many responsibilities, everybody, everybody making sure everyone, I'm very much OCD with regard to my obligations, responsibilities, how I show up, the lawyer and me, I'm like, maybe I think that I'm going to get sued all the time if I don't do it right. And this is with my children. So clearly they're not going to sue me. But the bottom line is I was super overwhelmed that I threw my keys into the garbage, down a garbage chute and from my condo. So literally I had two choices. I go downstairs and dumpster dive finding these keys, which for me wasn't outside the realm of possibility. Okay. I did. I actually went downstairs and I, I went and then I found myself and I actually found my garbage, but it fell out of the garbage, out of the garbage pail. So anyway, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. So I literally like, like had a look at myself and I'm like, what the hell, Meg, you need to slow down. This is your sign that you're diving in garbage right now. So you need to slow down. Take a deep breath and prioritize a little differently because this is minor. If I was running around, I could get in a car accident because I'm not paying attention. So this is my wake up call this morning. And the beauty of it was the guy who was down there was going to help me. He looked at me like there's no way, but he came upstairs afterwards and he said, listen, we can help you like, and, 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 and just said something to me that just changed my day. And I turned to him. I said, you are the best thing that happened to me this day, right? So he was certainly beaming. I acknowledged him. Maybe he needed to hear that. I don't know. So if the universe is actually, everything's rigged in my favor and it's unfolding as it should, then that should, that had to happen. I need to slow down and I need to engage someone who maybe had a bad day themselves, but because he extended himself to me, I was able to acknowledge him and seeing the light that he had to share. I have no idea, but I see that as something wonderful. So that's going back to what we were saying before, the perspective shift. And then I can lock myself in my bathroom for an hour so I wouldn't hurt anybody else at least because my whole, the whole unreeling or the whole, you know, negative spiral just ended with me. (laughs) Just like how to detox it. They always say, if you wake up in the morning on the wrong side of the bed, go back to bed. (laughs) Start all over again, right? So that maybe that's my trigger. Uh, positive habit I can replace is locking myself in my bathroom and make sure everybody stays away from me. You all have been warned. Stay away. <laughs> so I, I thought you were going to say you locked yourself in the bathroom so that you could protect them from the smell of the garbage. <laughs> well, that too. I think so. So actually I came back into my room and they all looked at me a little odd and I was like, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> so I thought of that too. Yes. Yes. 
and, and plus I think I, I washed off of all of it. I scrubbed my skin because <laughs> I was like, oh, the visual of me going through garbage in the morning is not necessarily one that you want to have on it. If you think that you try to align with glamorous at all, right? That's not glamorous at all, but you know, they say, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it yep. is. It is what it is. Awesome. Well, I have enjoyed our conversation today and wrapping up. I have a few questions that I ask everybody that comes on the show. This first one is what are your goals for the next 12 months? I do not like to say for the year or for 2021 or 2020, whenever we were, um, because goals are not defined by January 1st and they should always be rolling. So the next 12 months. So I love the fact that you use the word goal because I say goals are dreams with deadlines, right? So I like to say, okay, so when do I want to see, and, 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 and you know, it depends on how comfortable you are with targeting your dreams. Cause I was like, oh, okay. But for me, I like, sometimes I like hard, fast date. And sometimes I let the universe, you know, do its thing, God do its thing. But this is the year, this is the year I, I published my memoir. It's 10 years in coming. And actually my advanced reader copies will be out 10 years the day my mother died. So, which is crazy. I would never have thought that that was like, I just, it was one of those God winks, right? Like I see you. And it's like her God wink to me, like, cause the story is a love letter to my mother. It really is a love letter to my mother who told me when I was a child that I don't know why you're going through what you're going through, but I promise you it will serve you well and you'll help others one day. And if that's not the most beautiful gift that you can is taking your pain, making purpose, and then sharing your story and vulnerability so that other people won't be stuck in pain. So that's huge. September 7th is my actual published date, but April, April is, is when it's going to be, my arcs are going to be out. So I'm going to actually have that book in my hands. God, I'm so excited about this year. I don't know. I woke up on January 1st going like, yay, I'm alive. I didn't die from the pandemic. Woo! There you go, celebration. But you know, the thing is, a lot of um, the challenges that have come up from this quarantine, from this shutting down, from whatever it was, I realized that a lot of people are hurting for connection. And right now, more than ever, we reach out via Zoom, via podcast, if there's any way that you can touch another person by virtue of just, I see you, I acknowledge that you're probably going through something really challenging, and I hold that space for you is a blessing. So I, I loved the idea that, you know, that is something that I can do now because I'm at a stronger place. So this year is just, I, I do vision boards. I do my vision boards. If I showed you my vision board, you, if you're a simple person, it would look like an explosion. <laughs> Of, of all for me it's happiness but the, it has to speak to you right the thing has to empower you so I look at that and I'm just like oh my god this is exciting my son is graduating from high school this year super excited to see him embrace his future and and see what he can do in this world and and what school he's going to go to and that you know it's going to be perfect for him and that it's going to serve him and what he's passionate about and then you know just so many wonderful things i think that we all are very much more appreciative of those small blessings because of the big blessings um, and yeah, and I, and I can't wait to have Heather on my own podcast. I do a show called Conversations with Extraordinary People. It's a manifesting show. So I engage people like Heather who are helping other people come alive to the beauty of their dreams and the tools they use 
So when they're struggling, like she said too, what is it thing that you do, but um, that they could share that. And I truly believe it's so funny because this is a great, so a lot of the, a lot of my, my, my daughter says all the time, mom, you're so extra. And I love it because it's taking the ordinary and making it extra. So it's extraordinary, right? Which is if you, the definition of the word is beyond, beyond amazing, right? So she calls me extra all the time. So I embrace the word. And you know, the other thing is just to see how we can all re restate how we are as a people together. I, I think that um, there's definite opportunities. I think that if we're willing to embrace that beauty that is in each of us and choosing not to stay in the stuck and asking for help, that's big. The ask, believe, receive. You have to ask so people know what you need and then believe you're going to receive it and then actually be willing to receive it. That's so exciting too. So, so many things I... I, I, I'm having, uh, I think I'm going to, I got a TEDx this year. So that's exciting. I just, I'm grateful. I'm so grateful because I didn't see any of this. I just trusted it. So now I get to walk into and actually learn from the joy now, which is, ah, what a gift, right? I get to tell you, you guys, what if I told you all today? Everyone gets to learn from the joy. As long as you see that, what a different like life changer that's going to be every engagement you have. And of course, one of the things I saw this year is that you will have a wild and crazy year. 2021 is going to be the best roller coaster that you'll never forget. Like roller coaster ride. Like, and I like roller coaster rides. So if you don't like that analogy, figure out what you like and go with that. So put me on a boat, I'll scream, but a roller coaster ride, I'll, I'll do. <laughs> so there you go. I love it. And I think those are some amazing goals that have been 10 years in the making. So when they finally, you know, you can hit that little check mark box and, you know, check it off is going to be such a huge uh, relief and joy and, and all of that. So that's yeah. amazing. My next question is, what would the new you say to the old you? Oh my God. Yes. Meg, stop being so defensive and laugh a little bit more. Like literally you're going to be okay. And you have enough in yourself to know that you don't need external approval for your worth. And if you come from that place, then no, then nobody, nobody, nobody is going to tell you who you are. And if you stand in your authenticity and how that looks to you, you don't need a permission from anyone to show up in this world. As long as you are willing to honor others and they honor you. And if they don't, step aside and let them pass. <laughs> so, you know, you don't have to, oh, I love this. You don't have to go to every argument you're invited to. That's good. I literally used to fight because I needed to show them and show them. That's like, why? 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 It's a waste of my energy. I got, I have a lot of energy sometimes and I don't, but I get to choose where I put it. So yes, definitely. You don't have to show up to every fight you're invited to. I think that's kind of empowering because then you're just like step aside and let them pass. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. And arguing is very, uh, takes a lot of energy to do that. So yes. You know, they, they always the tell best. you, pick your battles, but truly. Yeah. Truly well, I always them. said, I, when I was, when I was uh, litigating cases, I used to say, listen, you make your case, I make my case, and the record will speak for itself, right? So I don't have to fight with you. You're just doing that for your entertainment value for your clients. And honestly, it's just not, it's making me not want to help you. Like, it's making me want to fight you worse. So you're really kind of shooting yourself in the foot. I said, so make your argument. I'll make my argument. The judge will decide the record's complete. And if I want to appeal it, I'll appeal it. But literally, you know, 
and do it in a gentle or do it in a way that's courteous. I I don't have a lot of people who don't like me on the other because I always respected it. I always respected the space. I always used to tell the the people who showed up on the other side. I said, "Listen, we're here for you. <laughs> you may not want it, but we're all here for you. I'm doing my job. He's doing his job. This is all about you. So if you want to feel special, here you are. <laughs> Here's your audience. Here's the dramatic unplaying of this." Maybe you need to pick a different story for you as well. So there you go. <laughs> yes. My next question is, what is a piece of advice that you can give to somebody that is going through a tough time? Well, I said it before. It is never a time to give up on yourself. And, and I think that that might be the most incredible bit of advice. And I'm giving it to myself right now as well. I think that we forget who we are. And I think we forget that miracle, that miraculous beautiful light that we are. And I think when you forget that, it's hard to see clearly. So my one gift to you today is to know, like I said before, every time you look in that mirror, how incredibly special and unique and wonderful and divinely inspired are you. And I had this today, this is coming up. The universe thought you were a good idea. That is why you're here. They thought that you were a good idea. So if they thought that you were a good idea, then you need to embrace the fact that you are a good idea. And like I said, people who are confident and embrace the fact that they are here on purpose with great purpose, walk in the world differently. So if you're going through the hard time that you are and it feels overwhelming, I'm here to tell you that you are a good idea and you have so much to offer this world and your gifts are never going to be replicated the same with someone else. They're all you and the world needs you. We need you because together we come together and from that collaboration make something even more wonderful. And if my mother would speak to you today, they would hold, she would hold you and say, I don't know why you're going through what you're going through, but I know that one day your experience, you're going to use it to help someone else and pay them, pull them up and put it and pull them forward. I love it. I love that so much. And then finally, what is a podcast ebook book that you can recommend to somebody that, you know, is going through a hard time or is stuck in a place where oh. they can't move on? I'm going to give you the two books I'm reading right now. Of course, my own, but this is even better. It's The Game of Life and How to Play It. It's by Florence Shovelshin. And I, 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 I happen to be okay with, well, not okay. I, I think it's like the bent of Jesus as the good news messenger is a good thing. I, I, I love the Bible is a Bible. I, I like literally. But what she does is she makes these empowering statements using those messages right to for you to simply in court so i'm like really about simplifying this year like learn to live simply you know solo tasking versus multitasking but like yesterday clearly i learned a lesson not to multitask i threw my keys away so it set me back forever but you know what it also has a good bent but this book is it takes simplistic you know chapters very short to the point and you definitely feel like you can do anything at the end of the day. And the other one that I like is Atomic Habits because he shows you how to, you know, see habits as just a process and how to unravel the ones that no longer serve you to replace them effortlessly by those that do. 
So like, for instance, if you want to do habit, maybe you brush your teeth every day. I'm not going to assume anything for people, but if you brush your teeth every day and you want to start drinking more water, have a cup next to the sink. So you drink the water too. So it's just coupling habits. So that's two things. And I think, you know, when you're in a routine that really works for you and you feel healthy and you feel good and it's very effortlessly unfolding your life, then I think that you definitely feel more empowered. And when you feel more empowered, you feel like you can get through anything. So absolutely. Those two books, Game of Life and How to Play It by Florence Shovel Shin and Atomic Habits. And I don't know the author of that one. Plus, if you do need a hit of inspiration every day, my, my book, The Magical Guide to Bliss, is definitely something that helped me. I can actually say I lived it. So I know it's so exciting because in December, you're just like, wow, or whatever, you open it up. So those two books. And, and I, there's more, like, for instance, if you're trying to, like, target certain things. I love Power of Awareness, Neville Goddard, awesome book. Awesome book, Power of Awareness, because if you're trying to wake up and you want to become more intentional with your life, you know, it's uh, pretty much one, two, three. I give it out to everyone. Oh, and then my favorite author in the world, love him beyond. He's a mystic. Paulo Coelho's The Alchemist. It's a parable and it's a wonderfully delightful parable. That's not my favorite book. Down by the River, Down by the River of Piedra, I Cried is by far my favorite, but everyone knows The Alchemist. So start with that one and break yourself into the others are really, really awesome books. Yes, uh, I will definitely say that if you haven't read The Alchemist or if you don't even know what it is, then you're either under a rock or something, but (laughs) you definitely need to read that one. And then Atomic Habits is by James Clear. And that is definitely one of my favorite books. So if you haven't read it yet, I wholeheartedly agree with Meg on that one to go and read that as well. Uh, Meg, where can people find you and learn more about you or reach out to you if they would like to? So I'm all over social media, Facebook I'm on, as well as Instagram and Twitter. I mostly play in Instagram and Facebook more than anything and LinkedIn as well. I do play in those three areas, professionally LinkedIn. And it's my name, Meg, M-E-G-N-O-C-E-R-O. I also have a website, www.megmegnocero.com. I have a YouTube page too. I, I like to, I have, for my show, I do my, my, my show. It's my podcast as well as a YouTube. It's coupled with two. But I also put videos of my daughter who sings. She loves Broadway musical, which is like my favorite thing in the world. So I put those on there too. But that's where you can find me and gain, start the conversation and get ready to really start to see your life differently and embrace the suck because the suck is what gets to tell you the story of the, you know, survivor to the thriver and even better because you know all of the great stories throughout time that all of us know the sinners and the saints they always start with a really really impossible beginning turning into the most incredible possibility and we all champion those so you are that you are that and you are like I said amazing and go for it Awesome. Meg, thank you so much for being on the show today. I have loved our conversation and cannot wait for all of the things that will happen on your show. And again, audience, if you have not heard of Meg or, you know, are hesitant to reach out to her, don't be, uh, you will enjoy every minute of it. So thank you so much, Meg. This is awesome. Thank you so much, Heather. Wonderful. I can't wait to have you on my show. 
If you or anyone you know has been victimized by domestic violence, please reach out to us for resources and ways our organization can help you. You can find us on social media at 2thrivingatl, T-O, thriving, A-T-L, or online at 2thriving.org.